For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Singer Syndrome, this is the new shit. When you sing that, it sounds like you're singing Pocket Full of Sunshine, but Lead Singer Syndrome instead. Maybe I am. Maybe you are. I don't, I don't know. know. Every melody's probably been used before in some oh, I'm sure way, shape, or form. You know? Pocket Full of Sunshine, total banger, though. 100%. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of bangers to talk about, I think. Well, here's the thing. Bangers we may or may not know about yet. Yeah. Right. We're talking about the, oh, I should make a little thing on the bottom. I'm going to do that. We're going to make this one, which is going to say the most anticipated, that's, that's what we're a doing big here. word, albums of 2021. Boom. Maybe beyond 2021 if we're wrong this year. <laughs> right. Well, you know, the way things are going, um, I'm not sure where Michigan's at, Mike, but uh, in Ontario, we That's had the highest bad. highest cases yesterday. We've uh, in Canada actually, um, maybe Ontario too, but in Canada, highest cases we've ever had yesterday. Wonderful. Yeah, Michigan's getting pretty bad. I don't look at the numbers because that's a little anxiety inducing, but <laughs> the general vibe of the populace is getting pretty bad. Yeah, it's getting bad. So who knows? Like most anticipated of of twenty one. Um, you know, I could I could change this to this. Maybe this is better. What do you think? 21 slash 22. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) unless these bands break up, who knows? Yeah. It might be a long-term effect of COVID. Honestly, breaking up. Honestly. Yeah. Who knows? Um, But anyway, Mike, thanks for, thanks for being here with me once again. Um, Thanks for having me. First things first. uh, How's your Christmas? Uh, Did you do anything exciting at all? Um, Not really. I just did kind of with close family. Like I went and saw my grandma and stuff like that. Um, nothing really too exciting. Just kind of maintaining the status quo, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd say for, for me, it was, uh, definitely the most calm Christmas, Mm -hmm. uh, ever for me. 
uh, just oh, yeah. just me and and my uh, significant other uh, hanging out. We didn't even do gifts. We just had like a chill yeah. night. You know, we we donated some stuff to the local women's shelter in, in lieu of mm-hmm. gifts for each other. I think I mentioned that last week. And um, uh, yes, it to me. I don't know if we talked about it on the show. Oh um, yeah, but. maybe not. But yeah, that's what I did, and and it was really relaxing. And and honestly, like. I'll take that every, you know, every 39 years, uh, once oh, yeah. every 39 years, a relaxing Christmas. It's okay. But I did miss my what? family. So I feel that. Yeah. So, uh, I, I guess you probably have almost no plans for new years. Uh, um, I don't. Not really. So I've got like one friend that we're kind of like quarantine buddies and we see like our families and nobody else except for like me and this guy and he lives like a block or two away from me. So we're, yeah, we're probably just going to hang out, sit on the couch, listen to music. That's about it. There you go. That's cool. Exactly. That's cool. Yep. Uh, well, the new year uh, should bring tons of music. And, you know, a, a oh lot boy. of years, a lot of years, you know, you have kind of the the cycle of bands. You kind of look historically at what they've done before mm-hmm. and you say, oh, well, they put out a record every two years. So, you know, probably can expect one. I think with 2021, you may be able to expect, um, you know, even more music more. just because so many people were sitting around, you know, I don't know if that always induces a ton of creativity, but you know, boredom can make music too and can mm-hmm. make good music. So we'll see, you know, what, what, what's going to happen. I, I honestly think it's going to be like a weird of weird EPs and stuff like that from bands too, where it's just like, you know, we were sitting in quarantine. We've never made an acoustic record. We're a deathcore band. Let's just make an acoustic <laughs> record or like just weird stuff like right, that. I think right. we're going to get a lot of, and who knows, like we're probably going to see some bands. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we get like a dance, Kevin dance record next year, because those guys are quick turnaround. They released a record earlier this year. It's normally yeah. a one and a half to two year cycle. Like wouldn't blow my mind, honestly. Yeah. No, I, it wouldn't either. Yeah, you bring up acoustic songs. I think um, Cancer Bats, they put out their first acoustic song of their career. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been a band for like, I don't know, 15 years at least. Um, and yeah, their first acoustic song. So you're right. It, it, you never mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. Um, uh, people are commenting on the shirt I'm wearing right now. Yes, it's a Silver Tooth shirt. Silver Tooth Lives. Let me just move the microphone out of the way. There you go. You can see me. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can come come hang out with us on Twitch every Wednesday because you can see our faces and our cool shirts. Yes. Is, you can't see the logo. It's a being as an ocean shirt. Oh, today. nice. Nice. Yeah. Being as an Good ocean. Boys. Could definitely see new music from them next year too. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. So no, no, I, I'm not wearing the silver tooth, uh, shirt as any kind of, uh, underlying secret or anything. Uh, oh, sure? but it would be fun. It would be cool. Um, I think half of Silvertooth, aka Beartooth, we can expect a new record from them. I think. Oh, uh, yes, I, think I think they've even said it's done. Yeah, Maybe. I think, so I think too. I've heard I mean, rumblings. So Caleb does most of that himself. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not sure if he's still doing it that way, um, but from what I recall, it's pretty much 90% Caleb, if not more. And then um, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if that album's done. It's been a little while since Disease and. I know he's been teasing some stuff, I think, live on Twitch and uh, Instagram and things like that. I've seen a couple teasers get posted around and I don't know, it should be a pretty good album. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb, uh, Caleb's over there uh, now, I guess people are saying he's live on Twitch. Maybe at the end, oh, remind dang. me, we'll raid his channel if we're still around. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, this this is going to be a fun uh, fun conversation. I, I've kind of, as, as always with This Is The New Shit, I've left this up to Mike a little bit um, mm-hmm. because he is the master. 
uh, in Mike We Trust. You can put that on the back of a dollar bill uh, with his do. beautiful face. And um, so I'll, I'll add a few things, but for the most part, we're going to be going through Mike's top choices and the reasons why. Um, hope you got a pen and paper ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> There's going to be lots, lots to write down this time. No, but Mike will post his list on his yep. Instagram like he always does. So um, let's get into, I guess, wherever you want to start, Mike. Let's just talk about uh, some of these albums that we're anticipating. Yeah, so um, basically, just to explain my logic a little bit before we kind of get into this, um, I have a big list that I put together every year of bands and their likelihood of putting out an album. I do things like, this album has actually been announced, and this album is very likely. They've said they're coming out with an album. They've already got a single or two out. Um, I've got like likely... um, maybes like things like that i try to focus more on the announced albums and the things that i am very positive are going to be coming out i know that there are a ton of albums that have been teased and announced but i know there are also bands that a lot of people are looking for new music from like for example every time i die um this will be the only time i talk about every time i die this show because they have also said that they are not releasing the album until they can tour on it oh okay so if there's no tours in 2021, we'll see what happens, obviously. Um, I don't expect to see that album. Right. Unless they have changed their minds, which I think they, when, when they originally said that, it was towards the beginning of quarantine, and now here we are, and they put out <laughs> some singles for it, too. Yeah. So I, they may have changed their minds, but I'm kind of going off what I know. Yep. So to start us off, um, I've just kind of got a random thrown-together list. I think it's an alphabetical order of kind of my top 10. Okay. So there's no real rhyme or reason. It's not like I'm counting down to my uh, most excited album. Um, but I'm just going to start at the bottom because that sounds more fun than starting alphabetically. Started but, from the bottom. Now we're here. Exactly. Um, coming from Troy, Michigan, some of my hometown heroes, I've been seeing them in basements and stuff for a long time. Yep. Uh, we came as Romans is going to be putting out a new album next year. And they've announced this. They have announced they've, said new music coming in 2021 yep. they've been in and out of the studio according to sharp tone um all the news sources that i see is pointing towards an album we came as romans they've got the two singles out i'm not sure if those are going to be uh included because who knows yep. um, some bands they record two singles like this um especially as traumatic as recording those two singles were um right coming coming back to it i don't know if they're if, I don't think they're going to have a different direction for the album, but I think that they might have a, uh, they just recorded them too far apart and they might not want to put them on the album for those who maybe don't know. We came as Romans. I'm sure if you're a scene kid, you most likely do. Um, they lost their lead vocalist. I think it was two, three years ago. Now it's been a long time. It was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Pavone, uh, probably one of my favorite vocalists in the scene. Um, extremely distinctive voice. Whenever, he was singing. You just know um, the amount of electronic influences that he brought into the band were absolutely incredible. I don't think those are going to be missed on this album because from what I have heard, they were actually able to get into his laptop. I know they were trying for a long time. Oh, wow. Take some of the EDM stuff that he was working on for side projects and other th- people and we came as Romans and... Um, I hope to see some of that used. So I don't think Kyle is going to be gone from this record or any record that this band puts out. If I'm being honest, 
Wow. That's, yeah, that's, that's a cool thing. No, you're right. The last record they put out was in uh, 2017. Uh, so yep. they haven't put out a, a record since, uh, since Kyle passed. And I, you know, uh, he's a good mm-hmm. friend of mine and I went to the funeral. Those guys are my brothers and, you know, it was a, it was a terrible, terrible thing, but yep. it is great to see those guys bounce back and continue to, you know, to make music. And I think, um, there's a lot left in the tank for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. with everything they've been through um you know this this could be the best record they've ever made so i, I think it's a mm-hmm. absolute absolutely worthy thing to ha- have on the most anticipated list i think it is definitely going to be the best record they've ever made um if not like second um i just know that the energy and the passion is going to be there from every member of this band um from what i've also heard it's going to sound a little bit more like crucible um for those right. who don't know there's a side project uh from Dave Stevens and a couple of the other guys in the band called crucible with no clean vocals. And it's kind of like a hardcore band, almost like hardcore metalcore. Um, so I'm expecting this record to be heavy. I think it's going to be pretty good. Okay. Um, another quick thing. Uh, so for each one of these, I explained to Shane, I've got kind of like a wild call out where this is going to be a little fun for me. Right. Right. So I'm going to make a slightly outlandish statement. And we're going to see which ones come true. This is going to be something more specific than the band just releasing an album for the most part. So my wild call out for this We Came As Romans album is that it's going to have features from Jesse Barnett, Stick to Your Guns. Okay. And or Caleb Shomo from Beartooth. Okay. I can see those happening. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know the bands have toured together. I know they're fairly close from to my knowledge um i know a lot of those guys have come up around the same time so we'll see what happens it's kind of my wild guess okay all right let's move on next uh, next album so the next one i've got um this band also had kind of a vocal change um their vocalist mike terry is out and michael barr is back into the band for volumes oh yes uh, yes right michael, michael barr left volumes started pursuing his hip-hop career i think He's coming back, and from what I've seen on the singles that they've released, um, he's kind of bringing that experience that he gained from doing hip-hop back into volumes in a really, really good way. Um, I think this album is going to be really fun, genty metalcore. It's going to be heavy. Um, I just absolutely love this band. They've never uh, kind of strayed me wrong, even when they had um, the vocalist change, everything like that. I've loved all three albums that they have. They always find some way to surprise me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their song Erased off their second album is probably one of the most beautiful metalcore songs ever written. Uh, very gut-wrenching. It's good. I think Michael Barbering being back is going to... Oh, Mike is still in the band. Sorry. Thank you, Twitch. I forget. One of There were like You're, three people named you, you, Mike I think involved you, in that. Yeah, I mean, it was the whole thing with Gus and, and Diego. Yeah. And Diego, I, I don't know those guys. Diego passed away. It was... I remember yeah. that was a really kind of a strange uh, mm-hmm. yeah, situation um, so, that I don't, I can't comment much on. I don't know um, much about it, but yeah, um, I think his brother was the vocalist who left. And then two weeks later, the guitarist passed away. Yeah. Um, not sure what happened there, but real weird situation for the band, but it seems like they haven't let it stop them either. Um, they're back to making music. They're already putting out singles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, overall, I think this album is going to be really fun. Um, all of the singles kind of have a theme of um, kind of like technology taking over infrastructure, things like that. 
which I think it's always fun when bands take a specific kind of theme like that and apply it to the music. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be a good record. My wild take is that oh, yeah. it's going to have a, it's going to have a feature from emo rapper Riley on it. Emo rapper Riley. Okay. I know that he and Michael Barr are really close and I would not be surprised to see it, especially because the band has had other emo rappers uh, kind of feature on their songs before. All right. So, all right. Uh, I'm going to interject now before you get to the next one. Yeah. Uh, Cause I, I uh, Mike, Mike doesn't usually do this, but he did send me his list, uh, his big master sheet. And there's a couple bands on here that I don't know if they're highlighted, if we're going to talk about them, but there's one if on it's here. Highlighted, we're talking about it. There's sure. one on here. Um, that I really am interested about, and it's uh, the band Tonight Alive, who um, yes. we've toured with, uh, Australian pop-punk band, uh, a little more on the pop side on some of their recent releases, took a hiatus. It was a bit strange a uh, what exactly was going on. Uh, they came mm-hmm. back earlier this this um, year, and they did a show. Yep. Um, it was like called Tonight Alive and Friends, uh, and they played in Australia at the um, Unified Gathering Festival. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm not really sure what's going to happen if we're going to get a record from this from them this year or not. Yep. Um, Mike has a doubtful on his, uh, his list, but I'd really like to hear your specific take on Tonight Alive and kind of where you see them at right now because they, they, I think they're a really really great band. Mm-hmm. Um, they're absolutely awesome. I love them all as people. Um, I've met Jenna a few times now just through like meet and greets and stuff like that. And she's, she's such best. a genuine caring person. She's the best. Oh my God. And, uh, if I remember what happened, the band kind of went on hiatus because they were having, um, some mental health problems themselves and they mm-hmm. just wanted to kind of take a break. Um, from what I've seen on social media, they've all been kind of living their lives and getting better emotionally and just kind of having fun and enjoying life. Um, I haven't seen anything specific, like if they're what they're doing for work or whatever, but, I know that they were playing some shows again this year. They played the one and they were scheduled to play a couple more like festivals and things like that. Obviously that didn't work out. Um, overall, I've been putting tonight alive on my list like this for the last two years. Now, well, this is the third year. Um, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm always kind of like, this is one of my favorite pop punk bands ever. And I really, really, really just want them to put something out. And I think, this year would be a great time for it. I feel like a lot of people could use their music in a yep. good energy type of way. Um, do I think we're going to get it? No. Okay. All right. What's Maybe next, Mike? An EP. Maybe an EP. Okay. What's next? So next one I want to talk about. Um, another band kind of close to me coming from Toledo, Ohio, and I know that they have already put out a single, and they have said that there's new music coming in 2021, but it is The Plot in You. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, you know, it's time for them. Um, oh, you know, yeah. they've, they've been in this uh, sort of uh, like underground, underrated place mm-hmm. where like they're selling out all their shows, you know, uh, but they're 500, cap, 500 cap room shows. It's time for them to graduate to being that House of Blues band, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that everyone goes and ever sees and talks about, um, you know, Landon is a guy's a rock star. He's also uh, putting out a solo album that yeah. he just announced yesterday I mean, at the, the beginning of the year, I think February. Yeah, he's he's an enigma. He's a rock star. Uh, he's he's mm-hmm. he's he's a dude, man. And and I think that oh, yeah. that this is going to be they're going to be the next big band. I've been saying this for a little while. Um, I mean, if they want to be, 
Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's it's their time to shine. So I think absolutely this is going to be, this could be a, a record that really turns heads. Yeah, and I think that there were um, tastes of that on their last record. I think it's an absolutely phenomenal record. Their uh, last record, Dispose, I think it was 2018, maybe 2017, I can't remember. But um, absolutely incredible. There's some songs like The One You Loved, which is just kind of like a almost Radio Rocky banger all the way to Disposable Fix, which is probably one of the most depressing songs I've ever heard come out of our scene. Okay. Um, yeah. That or that song's gut-wrenching, but overall, I just think that this band's ready to kind of come out and explode, just like you're saying. Um, I think, and this is, this is kind of going to go into my wild call, so I'm just going to say it, but um, I think this record is going to be uh, more acoustic and ambient electronic than metalcore. Huh. I think a bunch of people aren't going to enjoy that and i think a bunch more people are going to enjoy that because that's kind of the direction that they've slowly been going and the single repay is i would almost say like even lighter than most of the single or songs from uh whatchamacallit their last record yeah so i think that it's going to be a another surprising change of pace um and i think it's going to work out really well for them yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I I have C1 here on your list too, and I'm it's not mm-hmm. highlighted, and I'm not sure why, because this obviously would, would be a big deal if it happened, but I do see that the story so far is on your yep. list. Um, you know, this is obviously a band that, you know, a lot of people really care about. A lot of people oh, yeah. really, really have embraced over their career. Um, they're, they've only gotten bigger and bigger and more and more, um, sorry to use the word from the last band we talked about, but yeah. enig- enigmatic, uh, yeah. you know? Um, and who knows, right? Ever with these guys, exactly. what they're going to do. Uh, but I see it on the list. It's not something that you had as a talking point, but I do want, yep. st- I still want your take on it because that would be obviously a, you know, it's something mm-hmm. that we talk about as one of the bigger records of the year. So, uh, why I think this is likely, uh, two of the band members, I forget who, I believe the vocalist and I can't recall his name and the guitarist had separate AP side projects come out the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the names. Uh, I know one of them is same side and the other one is no pressure. I want to say the chat will tell you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they know. <laughs> and, and if chat doesn't, our mutual friend will, um, there you go. Uh, so but I think that these guys really wanted to get back out and start making some music. And I think doing that is going to kind of make them, if they haven't already, miss making music in the story so far. Um, I know that they're still putting out merch lines and things like that. I know that they're kind of on a weird album cycle where you never know. But it's also been, what, three, four years? I wouldn't be surprised if this was a record coming out later next year. Okay. Um, more likely 22 i think but it is on my list as like possible i think i said I don't okay remember. well i just wanted to i just wanted to sneak that in there on everybody oh yeah gotta keep you on your toes mike oh i love it all right do. all right what's next so next uh we've got a band that we have been talking about a lot lately it is spirit box oh yeah um and this I, i'm glad we're going in in um in not you know order because mm-hmm. then we'd have to wait a long time to talk about this record. But since yes. we're going in reverse alphabetical order, apparently, uh, yep. we get to talk about this one early on. And that's nice. Uh, this is ha- ha- absolutely, for me, uh, my mm-hmm. my number one most anticipated album. Can't wait to see yep. what they do. Can't wait to see what they do when they're given, you know, like a, a full um 
canvas you know, mm-hmm. to paint on uh, rather than just these singles and EPs they're throwing out because I know that's going to give them even more, uh, you know, room to experiment room. and more uh, of, of, a, of a platform for Courtney, their singer, to to shine. Yeah, and I think that this band is set up so perfectly now that they're signed to Rise Records yeah. to put something out. I think that's what the move was for is order to... Um, well, it wasn't really a move, right? I think their record label <laughs> got picked up by Rise, but I think Rise very possibly bought that record label or acquired for, them because just of them. for Spirit. Hundred percent, sure. Um, I also found out a fun fact today: their drummer apparently has a book written about him, uh, which is okay. kind of crazy. Um, apparently, he's like a prodigy. I don't know, but he is really good. Um, <laughs> All right, but I just found that out today. That's why it popped in my head. But um, I think this album is just going to destroy everything else metalcore based next year i don't think how could it not really i mean unless yeah. like they forget how to music mm-hmm. uh, Which we're gonna be <laughs> i doubt it we're gonna be in a great place um yeah i think this album is gonna be awesome i don't see it not coming out it's time i think the entire industry the entire fan base knows that it's time and it needs to happen and if it doesn't happen this year I think the amount of momentum lost will be so detrimental than even if the album is just like, okay. Right. At this point. Cause it's like, are you just going to tease us forever at this point? Like, I don't know. Right. But my wild call for this record is that this album is going to chart in the billboard 200 at 20 or higher. Wow. Yeah. I think their success from Sirius XM liquid octane um, liquid me- or liquid octane, octane and liquid metal. I yep. think that they're absolutely insane underground fan ba- underground fan base, but um, like not underground at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mainstream like, fan base, right? Yeah, it, it, it's so mainstream at this point. Between like how much conversation I see about them on Reddit, on Facebook groups, literally anywhere you look, if there's something mentioned about Spirit Box, there's 20 other people commenting about how awesome it is. Well, you, you know. Look at I, I started to interrupt you for a second. I, mm-hmm. I, when Courtney did the podcast, she yeah. was on our, already on um, on my radar, and I wanted to get her on the show. But in in like I swear it was like two days leading up to the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, some Spirit Box fan group they like <laughs> they all like bombarded my email, and they sent me like no no lie like 25 30 emails like yeah. can we get courtney on the show can we go like you know what i mean like like the the fan base mm-hmm. the the street team uh if you will is is legit and it, it wasn't like they were yeah. sending them out these are just people doing this on their own accord because they mm-hmm. love this band so much and and i think you're 100 right i mean i i, I top 20 i think would be surprising for a, you know a debut full length that's why it's a wild take Right, it, it is right. going to chart on the top 200. My call is that it's 20 or higher. We will see. I, I mean, I, it's not out of the question. You think about all, you know, the radio play, Rise Records, mm-hmm. the hype. It's really going to depend on how the record gets rolled out and when. You know, if they're mm-hmm. able to be on the road, if they're able to, you know, uh, yep. move some units, That'll help. Uh, that would help too. If the record comes out and we're still not back on the road or they're not, then mm-hmm. probably not. Probably mm-hmm. like maybe a top 100 um, maybe uh, it's hard I, to say, I man. Think the, it's a weird world I think world this right has now. to set up for it though. There's such a, um, what's the word I want to use? Um, 
unique band, I guess. They've got so many unique elements to them, right? You've got these songs yeah. like Constance, which I think will draw in a lot of people who are like, hey, I don't like the super heavy music, but I really like this song, so I'm going to get the album. And then the well, people who are like, yo, Holy Roller is the only song that I lift to at the gym. And <laughs> they're going to get that record too. And I, I think it's kind of like a perfect storm brewing for a really high debut top, um, debut album. Yep. I mean, the band has a lot of versatility, you know, with, yeah, with, um, that, with, the, the with her, her being able to just like sing as well as anybody, as well as scream. I mean, they can do anything they want. We'll see. Uh, what's mm-hmm. next, Mike? What is next? So this is a band that I absolutely love. I know. Um, they put out their <laughs> album in 2019 called Relationships. We are talking about Shrezzers. Yes. Not Brazzers, Shrezzers. Their original name was Shredding Brazzers, and they were told that you have to change their name <laughs> or something like that, so they became Shrezzers. <laughs> okay, so, so, so tell me what it, what it is about this band that you know, you just keep plugging away at them. You keep like getting excited about everything they do. And this is like, I want people to keep in mind here. Um, well, how many records did you say you listened to last year, Mike in 2020? Uh, so I had 750 between albums and debuts on my, uh, total list. So that's in 2020, literally two full albums a day that Mike listened to. So if Mike is excited about something, there's a reason, okay? Uh, so talk to me about this band at once again, Shrezzers, why you're so excited about them, and then what can we, we can expect from them? So Shrezzers has this weird thing, and I don't know how to describe it, but it's kind of similar to Bill Murray, where it's just the right amount of meme culture with just the right amount of talent and flashiness and just the right amount of like pop music sensibility. Right. And these guys can just write. I don't know what it is, but whenever they put something out, it is an earworm. They have this crazy unique thing where they've got a full-time saxophonist in the band. He's also one of the vocalists, but he plays saxophone solos on almost every song. Yeah. They've, they're kind of like jokey band, but like lyrically it's super heavy hitting stuff. The vocalist, I don't know how they found a vocalist that's, almost better than the guy who left the band originally earlier this year. Um, yeah. Everything about this band. I think that it's just so fun. Like it's got kind of like the dance, Gavin dance, noodly guitars. Right. But whereas dance, Gavin dance sometimes is flashy just for the sake of flashy. I think this band is just kind of different and that when they know when to use the flash and when to kind of like stay in the background a little bit, but it's still fun. I just absolutely love this band. I can't talk about them enough. If you also want to get excited for this record, listen to their last album's uh, real shit or yeah, real shit relationships and their (laughs) singles noodles and Phoenix. I know they're working on music right now. All right. They are absolutely incredible. And what's the hot take for this one? The hot take for this one. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but I have uh, Matteo Gelsomino. Uh, the ex-vocalist of Novelists is going to feature on a track. Okay. I think, I think would be fun. Um, All right. Shrezzers is a Russian band. Uh, Novelists is a French band. I think that their styles and what Matteo is doing on his uh, solo work would really play in well with Shrezzers. And I think that, yeah. that would be fun. Yeah. France, Russia, same thing. <laughs> Close enough. It's all Europe. <laughs> 
no uh, that's Europeans, the most american thing you've ever joking. said mike i love it all right next one um so this is a band that i had to show you today um yeah you did show me this band today we talked about them before last uh, week. i think last week on the, yep. the best best singles yep. um but yeah go ahead mike so this is a band called rivals they are absolutely amazing um they're kind of like an alternative post-hardcore like they like to draw that line um they have a couple singles out now one called lavenders one called fake rich featuring elijah witt of Kane hill they're putting out another song i don't know the name of it on the eighth um because of these rapid singles coming out i think this album is going to come sooner rather than later um this band's been around since like 2014 i think they're really hitting their stride yeah um, i absolutely love it um how do i describe them like if you're, I would say describe. if you're a fan of like against the current and you're waiting for new against the current music, this is perfect for you. Yeah. Well, well what struck me right away when you played this for me, literally just uh, 45 minutes ago, right before we were getting started, I really felt like the vocalist, what's her name? Kaylee. I want to say, Kay- okay. Her, her, her voice is very unique. It, it's, it, it doesn't sound like really like anyone else. It's got dis- distinctiveness to it. It's got sort mm-hmm. of a, a, just a character to it that you don't always yeah. hear, which to me I think is really great and really important because as much as like, sure, it's like great to have, you know, like there's people like Haley Williams that like, obviously they're amazing singers and they sound amazing, mm-hmm. but then there's all the other people that sound like Haley Williams. And, you know, I feel like that just kind of, kind of gets you lumped into this pile of like, okay, yeah. another girl band. And, I hate that shit, but it happens. But I think mm-hmm. that they're going to really be able to escape this with the way what she brings to the table vocally, um, mm-hmm. which I, I find really impressive. Um, and they're also, they kind of walk this line where they've there. I think that they're going to kind of a lot of younger people are going to like them. They've got like this sort of like yep. hip hop um, swagger almost to them. Yeah, exactly. That that's a little bit different. Um, so, so yeah, I could see this being this band being a, a big band too within you know, a year and a half, two years. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for it. Uh, my, my wild call for this album is that <laughs> this album is going to have a feature from either Tillian Pearson oh. or Rory Rodriguez from Dayseeker. That would be, that would be very big. Very, very I think, big. I think that they, Tillian and Rory both kind of to me seem like they have a good pulse on the scene as well. Um, from seeing some of the bands that they have featured on. And I think they are kind of another good eye for talent and that it wouldn't surprise me to see them uh, on a smaller band like this kind of a helping out and b just making some great music. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm going to interject in another band right here because they're my favorite band of all time. And um, Mike didn't have them highlighted, but I, I have to talk about them. No effects. Yeah. A band that for me, uh, one of the most important mm-hmm. uh, punk bands, uh, of my life i know the their catalog like the back of my hand i've seen them the band play probably well over 100 times uh and this is really exciting for me i don't know if you heard anything about this release mike but it was supposed to be a mm-hmm. double album really our our cursed double albums oh yeah yeah well here's the thing it's not going to be now so Good. Y- it went from double album which no effects has never done before mm-hmm. uh to a single album and the reason is really actually kind of funny. So Fat Mike, uh, you know, who's, well, he's born mm-hmm. in 1967. So 
I'm not sure how old that makes him. You know, he's in his 50s now. Yeah. He is very good friends with Matt Sanders, a.k.a. M. Shadows of Avenged Sevenfold. Interesting. It's a bit of an unlikely friendship, but they're yeah. really tight. And he played the album. So the, al- the album's done. He told he told mm-hmm. me this. that He played the album for, for M. Shadows. And M. Shadows said, dude, it's good, but it would be really good if you just made it one album instead of two. Yep. Which every double album ever, you could say that about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just hard for any artist to kind of wrap their head around well, first of all, what's good and what's not good, and then separate yourself and your ego, right? So um, this record is going to come out. I'm excited about it. If it was strong enough to be a double and now it's going to be into a single album, Mm -hmm. that's going to be cool. And I also heard they're doing interesting things like where like songs will go into each other. Um, That's cool. You know, like like the, the same... But the same composition, I don't know, like like stuff like that 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 is really interesting, and you can always count on no effects for for something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And this is a band that I've been getting kind of more into, um, especially with like the whole Frank Turner EP, and uh, mm-hmm. just generally like 2019, I was never really big on no effects. Like I think I knew one song or two songs maybe, but there's um, a generational gap between me and Mike. This yeah. is this, but this is why this is good because I'm learning about stuff. He's learning about stuff. We go back mm-hmm. and forth a little bit, you know. But uh, 2019 at 25th Warped, No Effects was the headliner the second day out in California, mm-hmm. and yep. that was <laughs> just an amazing time. Um, I've told the story a couple times. Um, I won't tell it anymore, but that just really kind of brought some light to the band to me. And I've been slowly working my way through back catalog and listening and things like that. And people will be like. Oh, you need to listen to this no effects song, this no effects song. Everybody has a very strong opinions about what no effects is good and what no effects is bad. But yeah, I do. I'm really kind of getting into it, and this is an album I'm excited for. All right. All right, great. All right. Uh so this next one, this is the only one on my top ten or ten, I guess, that I want to talk about. Um, that is announced. And this is Holding Absence. They have announced their album, The Greatest Mistake of My Life, comes out in February. I am so excited for this band. I well, they've been band, absent for a little while, so this is great. Two years. <laughs> um, they put out a two-song EP earlier this year, uh, Gravity and Birdcage. Those won't be on the album. And they have a single out called Beyond Belief, which is probably one of my favorite songs this year. Wasn't included in singles because it's on an album next year. We'll talk about it then. But this band is so criminally underrated hmm yeah i literally think this band is better architects and oh i'm willing to die on that hill Uh, that's a hill that's a big hill yeah but emotionally they're just so good at writing lyrics um i think if you look at this uh single uh beyond belief it's just absolutely so good and if the rest of the album is on par with that it's going to be on Almost everybody's top 10 lists, I think. Yeah. It, well, look, I mean, it's just going to be great. We're talking about a second album, mm-hmm. you know, Very uh, important. it's going to be the make or break. Um, yeah, 100%. It, it is. And I think that, um, are they from the UK? This band? Am I, they am are. I this? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm just well, making sure I'm not talking from, about a different band. I get my metal core mixed up. So we've talked about it a million times. It's the, mm-hmm. it's going to be the make or break album. Number two, uh, you know, they have a strong, it's a self-titled debut record that's strong. 
Yep. A lot of people are hearing about this band right now. That's the way it works. You know, they're hearing about them because people like you, Mike Howell, are freaking out, out about them. And here we go. So it's going to come down to this. There's going to be a lot of pressure. Um, they've had some time. Uh, mm-hmm. And if the new single is yeah. any indication, they're going to be just fine. It's If anything, they've gotten better than their strong debut album. And I'm real worried for everybody else putting out albums next year. This thing is going to be insanely good. Uh, my wild call for it. Um, uh-huh. I think, speaking of architects, that architects and holding absence are going to have an end of year USA tour. Okay. That's, what, that's my call. Okay. Both well, of them are putting out albums next year. Yeah. Uh, it's not looking like touring in the USA is going to happen until fall or winter next year. So <sighs> I think that it would be the perfect time for two UK boys to join up and have a banging tour. Ugh. Man, the tour that that touring thing is. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we will see. We will see. Um, I'm going to interject uh, one that that I'm again. I'm very surprised you didn't talk about. We talked about very early on in the podcast, just for a second, mm-hmm. and that's every time I die. Um, you know, yep. you mentioned that they they put out some some singles. People are loving them, and they're a band. That's, I think they're good. That's you know always been very consistent uh, and not um, and and also you know willing to do some experimentation, a little bit of changing with their sound. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for a new ETID record, uh, and um, I mean it's coming, right? I mean, unless the touring too. thing doesn't happen, like we just talked about. Yep. Um, I think this is a band that always manages to surprise me. Um, I've kind of been really hot and really cold on this band, and sometimes that even changes as I listen to the album. Right? There's some songs that I just love, and some I don't. I think that if these two singles they put out are an indication, I'm going to just kind of love this whole album. I'm very excited for it. Um, they've been trending more and more positively for me the longer that they've been a band. I think they're really kind of, I hate to use the word maturing, but I think that's what's going on and finding their sound. Yeah. And I think some bands definitely take longer than others with that. And I can't wait to hear this record. Hopefully it comes out. I mean, I hope so too. I, I mean, I think, I think it will, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, honestly, like I just don't, I just don't see a band like every time I die sitting on it too long. Yeah. Um. No matter what happens, you know, and I don't know. I mean, I, I get where they're coming from, you know. I mean, every time I die, they're they're like the ultimate road dogs. Always have been. Mm-hmm. You know, they make a majority, if not, I mean, a majority, a vast majority of money touring. So they you end know. up on some cool tours too. Like I was just reminiscing with a friend. I'm um, talking the other day and I was like one of the last shows like 2019 or 2018 yeah 2019 was like oddly every time I die Mastodon and Coheed and Cambria like that was a weird tour but it, yeah it always works like for some odd reason I think every time I die can almost fit on any bill they can fit with the more seen bands and they can kind of still hang them and throw punches with the uh, heavier kind of more classic mainstream rock dudes yeah i I mean i i see they don't tend to tour so much with the mainstream like the 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 bands that have the casual fans Mm -hmm. they tend to be packaged up with the bands with the real rabid fans yeah and and usually those fans they know about every time i die and if they don't they're going to (laughs) you know in a hurry uh and and that i think is a good uh, mentality a good strategy when you're finding you know trying to tour with bands because mm-hmm. i'm sure and i don't i don't have etids tour history in front of me 
but I'm sure at some point they did one of those tours where they toured with some big, you know, let's just call them butt rock bands and uh, probably nobody cared because that happens a lot. You know, you end up going on and playing in an amphitheater at 530 on the summer in the summer day, still light outside. No one's there yet. No one gives a shit. Sounds like shit. Sun's beaming down on you. So you don't even have your light show. No, nothing. No, nothing. 25 minutes. No one cares. No one can find your merch. And if they do, Mm -hmm. you have to price match and your shirts are $50 and it's nightmare. So, you know, um, I'm go. I'm I'm way off track right now. But every time I like die, uh, always exciting when they put out a record. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's for move sure. on to to a, a band I know that you're probably going to talk about for 25 to 30 minutes because you love this band so much. I will try to limit myself to about five. Okay, uh, but so uh, this band comes at no surprise. They have two singles out this year. Um, I think they have finally found their groove with the new vocalist as if they haven't already. They put out two albums with him, but we're look, we're going to be talking about era. Um, probably one of the best metalcore bands I think that are out there right now. Uh, definitely kind of a metalcore band with a uh, yep. rabid, rabid cult following very similar to currents and some other uh, metalcore bands coming up right now. I think it's time for this band to explode and become the new kind of August Burns Red that they've always been destined to be. Um, JT is starting to do clean vocals and screams. Jesse is still doing clean vocals and shredding on guitar. Um, And I think that they have improved a lot of the complaints that I had on the last album, Neon, as far as production quality go. And I think that this record is going to be an absolute home run. And if it's not, I am absolutely amazed. Um, right. The only thing is, well, actually, not the only thing is because I forgot they're no longer signed to Sumerian. So yeah. we might actually get this record in a decent amount of time. That's exactly but, what I was going to say. Um, what is their label situation? They're um, on UNFD, I, your label mates now. I right. Think. And, I, and I did know that. We talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because, you know, <sighs> record labels can, you know, they can do a number on a band. And, oh, yeah. you know, how many records has era put out a lot Four, four albums. And they've always been under, under this, you know, um, blanket, uh, mm-hmm. somehow where yeah. people don't know that people, people, a lot of people know they're there, but a lot of people just don't see them for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's almost a very similar situation that Pierce the veil was in for their first couple albums. And then when they got onto fearless records, something clicked, maybe it would have clicked mm-hmm. anyway. Um, and maybe era would have clicked anyway too, but sometimes that's all it takes is a little bit of a, a shakeup and yep. for a band to, to reach their new audience. And, and uh, yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm excited too, man. I, I think, I think you're right. You know, I think that sometimes the bands that, that take a little while longer to get cooking mm-hmm. um, in terms of popularity, they're the ones that they, they make that fire record and uh, oh, everyone yeah. knows it's coming. Mm-hmm. No one, everyone knows it's going to be there. Um, so kind of my wild call with this one, I think Marcus mm-hmm. bridge from Northline is going to feature on a song. I could definitely see that. So um, last year there was an absolutely insane tour. Absolutely insane. And mm-hmm. it was in 400 and 500 cap rooms across the United States. And it was era and Northlane co-headlining with yeah. Currents and Crystal Lake. Yeah. All four of those bands, you will never 
be able to see in a venue that small again, unless it's maybe <laughs> Crystal Lake headlining. All four right. of those bands, you're never going to be able to do that again. Sorry, you missed your chance. But I really think Era out of those four is just ready and primed to take off and become one of those thousand to 1500 cap room headliners. Um, if not direct support for August Burns Red or a lot of the bigger bands going around right now, like even maybe a bring me the horizon or a day to remember or something like that. Maybe, maybe they're going to blow up. Maybe love this band. If you haven't listened to air, listen to drift. It is probably one of my favorite albums of all time. All right, let's go next. I'm ready. Go next. So this is the last one in my big kind of list. Well, like my 10, right? This is, this is Mike's, Mike's favorite. Mike, Mike's favorites. We got some, we know we're missing some things. We're going to talk about them too, but they were just, and and we're an hour in and we're just getting to the last of this. So, uh, we got lots more to talk about. Stay tuned. So, so this one is, it just worked like that because we went in reverse order, but this is actually probably my most anticipated album. (laughs) If it's not your most anticipated album, I understand. I I love this band. I understand if it's not your most anticipated, but you're wrong. (laughs) You're wrong, wrong, wrong. It's done broke up. Hell yeah, it Um, is. This band is so off the walls. Yeah. Every single way. The way that they write, the way that they play their instruments, the way they sing, the way they write lyrics, everything I... Have you seen their music videos? Yeah. Like, (laughs) their aesthetic, their music videos, like, I refer to their music videos as the Don Broco cinematic universe, because it's just buck wild what's going on. Yep. Um, I expect some great music videos coming. I expect some great singles. I've been watching the studio content that they've been putting out. They're currently just running around trying to scare each other as often as possible, which is just <laughs> hilarious to see. Like these guys, you watch videos of them doing anything and they're just like, you can tell that they're like the best friends in the world and they just happen to be in a band together. Right. And everybody in their families is involved. And I don't know what the magic is behind this band. Well, everything they do is just incredible. Part of the magic is Rob, the singer. Oh, 100 uh, I have to give him full marks, full credit, um, you know, not yes. just for his physique, which is which is great, by the way. Oh, God uh, dear. But the guy is not only just incredible, incredibly funny, incredibly charismatic, mm-hmm. hell of a nice guy too. introduced oh, himself yeah. to me. Came up to me and, and and he's just a sweetheart on Warp Tour mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago whenever they were on. Um, and that's when I first found out about the band. And yeah, I've just loved them ever since. Uh, I, I am absolutely with you that this is going to be uh, a super, super exciting record. Um, it's not, there's no, this is still like we're near certain this is going to happen, but we don't know for sure, right? Well, I'm no, they're in the studio recording, right? Okay, now. okay. So um, if this album doesn't come out next year and they're recording in December... That'd be really weird. I think that's a strange timetable, but I would say probably especially with, especially July with to September, it, right? Especially with them making it public that they're recording. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they weren't sure if it's like okay, if we can't go back out or whatever, like yep. Etid um, is saying, then you know, then we then we maybe we we would not expect it, but mm-hmm. we we can't expect the record. No time frame. No idea what it'll sound like, but we can only Never imagine it's going to be probably probably off the wall 
Um, Maybe at first it could be one of those records that like blows our minds. But I think over time it will be genius. That's just kind of what they do. That's their brand. Um, 100%. And this band is been ramping up too because they've got three albums out now. I forget the name of their first album, but then Automatic is like, you listen to that and you're like, this is a pretty good album. Like solid mm-hmm. 90 out of 100. Then you listen to Technology and you're like, wow, this is like a 95, 96 out of 100. Like, what are they going to do on this next one? And with the two singles that they put out that aren't going to be on the album, I'm 100% sure they came out in 2019. Yep. Um, Half Man, Half God and Action, which had like the four people featuring on it, which was just wild. Like, I don't expect them to put out a bad record. This album is just, it's probably, I'm going to call it right now. It's probably going to be in my top three next year if it comes out. All right. That's, that's a, a great pick. Um, uh, that's not my wild call though. Real quick. I'm oh, yeah, say, for sure. Um, there's going to be a European tour with enter Shikari headlining and Don Broco opening up. You mean, you mean a UK tour, UK, Europe, wherever they go. Isn't Don Broco bigger than Shikari? I no. think no. I think they're, I think both, they're both. I think they're both like maybe a co-headliner. Somebody but. here in the chat is called White Duck. White Duck, nineteen ninety nine, and an extra nine says yep. saw them at Wembley. Uh, yep. Were they headlining Wembley? Because uh, if they were, I mean that's that's probably the same as Sh- uh, Shikari. As Shikari too, so. would do. Ah, uh, maybe a co bill. Uh, I'm not sure, yeah. but. I know Don Broco is massive in the UK, so mm-hmm. I, I'm really excited too um, for this. And if if that tour happens, Mike, you're going, right? Um, we'll see. Um, no, no, no. If that tour happens, we are going to fundraise you a plane <laughs> ticket. Okay, we're gonna just like the shower head. Okay, this oh, is man. something that you need. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. Okay, we'll figure it out. All right, Mike. Uh, well, now we're going to talk about um, everything else. And I- I'm going now, I'm going to the top of the list here. Okay. Uh, well, near the top of the list. And and this is the band that I really want to discuss because obviously everybody is familiar with this band if you're into any sort of post-hardcore um, rock music in general at this point. And this is a day to remember who yep. has put out a whole whack of singles. Uh. Uh, we thought the record was going to come out over a year ago yep. or about a year ago. I remember it was winter time. Yep. I saw them play in Michigan and like the November album was, year. yeah, November with the album was supposed to be coming. They announced the title and everything. And now mm-hmm. here we are. Uh, do we have a date? Do we know what's happening? But February, the album is coming out. I want to, February or March. I can't remember. I think March actually. I'm thinking about it now. Now with this record, I mean, the singles have been, for some people, disappointing. For other people, uh, they've called mm-hmm. them bangers. So this is going to be a really, really interesting uh, record to see what's going to happen with, you know, uh, you know the, the hype has waned. It has. Um, I think as a whole, this record is, it's going to get talked about a lot. It's a day to remember. That's what's going to happen. Right. I think this record is going to be the MGK of next year. Oh, wow. Okay. It is going to never mind. Up, never mind what I said about the hype then. I think it's going to straight up divide the scene. I think there's going to be long-term a data member fans who still love this and kind of like casual scene fans who they're like, I like the bigger bands. They're going to love it. And I think that there's people who are going to hate it. 
and they're going to say this is the worst thing a data member has ever done. Why are you putting out this record? I don't know exactly where I'm going to fall yet. I haven't been super impressed with the singles. Um, Doesn't always do anything. The data member has always kind of been a album band for me, right? I like their albums more than I like listening to an individual song or two. Yeah, I can agree with that. I, mm-hmm. I can agree with that too. And, and and some of these songs, like, you know, people are talking about all the different ones, Degenerates and mm-hmm. Mind Reader um, and Brick Wall was the latest one. And, and like a mm-hmm. lot of these songs, you know, they, you know, the first time you're like, okay, like it takes you a second because there's a little bit of a different difference, you know, whether it's the production. It, that's it's just, very octane if, like, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, well, I know what you mean. I mean, maybe that's just because they're played on Octane all the time. You say yeah, that, but, but but I know what you mean. It's just a different kind of production value uh, that, that when we come to expect. Um, but but then I find like these songs kind of grow with you, grow with you, and they stick with stick with you. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe I think this album could be actually a lot better than than people are saying. And I'm um, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. And and I would like to be surprised too. Right. Yep. Like. I'm leveling expectations for myself so that if it is bad, I'm not hurt too much. But if it is good, then I'm excited and happy. We'll still talk about it in March or February, whenever it comes out, I'm sure. Um, It's going to be good. Um, So I've got to talk about two bands that I am 95% sure we're going to hear new music from next year. And they didn't make my list just because I don't know how much music we're getting from them because it's going to be EPs. And okay. I don't know which one we want to talk about first, but I'm going to go with Bill Murray because we're going to get oh, new yeah. Bill Murray music. Guaranteed. Okay. It's yeah. going to happen. Um, we just talked about his EP, Aggie Pocket. It's incredible. It's still on my daily, not daily listening, but like often rotation. Um, are you excited for new Bill Murray? Of course I am. I mean, every time. I mean, well, to be honest, I, I guess I've I really only knew about him since Wet Milk came out. Probably mm-hmm. was the when when I first heard about him. So there was there, you know, and then Iggy Pocket was was on yeah. my EP list of the year. I'm number one EP of the, of the year for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited and and um, I, I yeah I don't know. I mean, we have a whole year. Uh, over a year for him to put out an ep it will almost certainly happen um Mm -hmm. and someone's saying he has a new project now i don't know about this he does um so i was gonna bring this up too i forget the name of it it's like cherub or something like that um he's been putting it out on the socials and stuff like that um and there's a couple teasers out it's going to be more slow and vibey um i guess so kind of more like the electronic elements that he likes to use uh less guitar is kind of the vibe I'm getting, but yeah. I think that's going to be really fun too. Um, I don't know who he's working on that project. I know he's working with somebody else, but I'm not sure who it is off the top of my head. So that should be really good. Um, and then the other band who's going to be most likely putting out an EP or two that we need to talk about, uh, bring me the horizon. Oh, I mean, you think, oh, yeah. I, I think, I think that that's, that could be less than 50, 50. I mean, this just came out. Um, it's supposed to be part of a four EP series. Oh, you're right. So, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're probably right. Um, it'd be interesting to see what they do. You know, um, very interesting. Yep. And this one actually has a wild take for me too. Um, with bring me the horizon, at least I think that, um, after this EP that they are going to get an even crazier feature for the next one. Oh, 
They had some good ones lately. I'm putting my money on Corey Taylor. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Wild take. I'm shooting my shot. We'll see what happens. Sure. I could see. Yeah, I could see that. 100%. Mm -hmm. That that would that would be a really interesting one. I, I feel like they they tend to go maybe even a little more outside the box than that. Mm-hmm. Like I Which, I could see it something being something like something weirder. Like um, I'll, I'm going to come see, back to it before so, this episode's so over. I'll go, give you my my uh, my prediction. So they go out of the box so much that is it not weirder if they stay in the box a little <laughs> bit at this point? <laughs> maybe i mean baby metal and amy lee and then they had rozelle uh the yeah. old, you know the rapper from the late 90s yep. with um uh danny filth yeah those were all like random you know but all they've awesome been, so they've been wild then with that shit yep. young blood like yeah oh it's good 100 percent um okay uh what else i can think of a record should i get into it yeah, let's get into well, it. Well, how about one. how about um, just oh. this half of my shirt right here? Yeah, bear tooth. Bear tooth. We can uh, talk about bear tooth. We should. I mean, uh, Caleb, who who I mean, I don't know if he's still on uh, Twitch right now, but you know, he he is got a record. I think it's done. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exciting stuff because um, you know, with with um, with bear tooth, I think all of their records have been have been very good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really like their first album and Same. I thought that, that their third album was an improvement on the second. Agreed. I think we're sitting right in the same spot there. Yeah. And I think that this could be the album where they sort of start to figure out, okay, this is the kind of band we want to mm-hmm. be. Um, and I hope and, they and dial it back the- a little bit to that first album sound, um, just kind of the rawness and a- aggression that was on that is absolutely wild and um, I think that would really lend to um, they've got like this new fan base, right? And they've got this old fan base who's starting to kind of want to hear the heavier side of Caleb again. And I think they'll find a way to blend that and kind of make everybody happy. Yeah, I, I, I definitely uh, we'll see, you know, um, Caleb's a genius. Uh, he's a very, mm-hmm. very talented fellow. He's a hard worker oh, yeah. and he's had a lot of time off. You know, yes, um, because some of the last records, a lot of them were written kind of in between tours because mm-hmm. they were going and, so hard. And they tour a lot, exactly. So I think I could see this being well, very well thought out. Um, not mm-hmm. that the not that the other records weren't, but I could see this one being even more that way. Um, yep. And also, Ashi, the bass player, I know he's he's um, he's a very talented guy too. Uh, he was in a, a pop punk band called city lights mm-hmm. um, out of, out of Ohio lights. that, that did some great things. And he, he's, you know, kind of being given the keys uh, here and there, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's really exciting too, because yep. I think that that's a great collab. So yeah, I think this is going to be, this could, again, this could be a very, very big record that could be, mm-hmm. you know, on end of the year lists. It's, it's got potential. I think it's going to be really good. Um, so I've got two records kind of like with the last one that are a little bit themed. And I think that these are the back from the dead bands that we're going to be getting. Okay. So these are bands that I've heard rumors of and seen Instagram of them possibly being in the studio and everybody in the band says, Hey, we're writing new music and I'll believe it when I see it. But these are the two that I think are really likely and I am very excited for. Okay. 
First off, from France, Chuck No Captain Chunk. Oh. They well, have yeah. been on Fearless Streams saying that they're together. They've got a new album coming out and being written. I wouldn't be surprised if this came out, and I'm very excited for it. Well, they... I don't think that they broke up or anything, did they? They've no, just kind of just kinda... been missing um, yeah, for a while. And it's funny, the first band you brought up was We Came As Romans. We toured with um, mm-hmm. with Chunk and, and We Came tour. As Romans. Um, yeah, and man, those guys are fun. Those are fun, fun oh, yeah. band. I love all the like French references on their, uh, on their mm-hmm. merch. Like they've, they've, you can count on them to have like a baguette on their, <laughs> on their shirts or something. So, yep. um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I know this is like right in your wheelhouse, Mike, um, mm-hmm. stylistically. Uh, and yeah, I could see, definitely see it happening again with the quarantine with, you know, with a little bit of everyone being sidetracked. Mm-hmm. I think that that tends to make bands maybe miss it a little more. Yep. And going into why this band is also back from the dead. And speaking of that tour, the color morale. Yeah. You think they're coming back? I've seen Garrett post Instagram stories from the studio. I don't know if he's just doing more features. Um, One or two of them, you can kind of see another band member or two in the background. They always said they were going on hiatus and that the color morale wasn't done. Just going on hiatus. Hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think after 2020 is a perfect time for this band. I didn't put them in my top 10 just because I'm cautiously optimistic, <laughs> but I am, if this record comes out, I'm probably going to cry because I love the color morale so much. And I think that it'll just be so good. All right. That band hasn't missed either. I don't think. No. Um, I mean, I know, I know you're a big fan, uh, Garrett, mm-hmm. friend of the show, uh, yep. and a guy that, you know, cares a lot. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see them come back and, and hopefully it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. I really hope it happens. All right. Um, what else? All right. So I've just got two more on my short list. Um, star set. I think star set yes. is yes. perfectly timed to drop a new album. Yes. I love star set. They are so good. Um, as not even just a concept band, right? But they are a concept band for full on, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think what makes them fun is that they have a concept, but they don't rely on that, right? Like if you take any of their songs, they're still a banger. You don't need to know that it's a concept band, but when you kind of put it all together, you're like, oh, the overarching themes throughout this entire album are really well done. And I think Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that um, makes me excited for this record. Yeah, I mean they're just wild band, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Just just the, the whole the whole concept, the whole space thing, the the space suits, just the live shows. I've actually never seen the band live. Oh, um, they're incredible. I I hundred percent. I know. And D- Dustin and I have become after we did a podcast a few mm-hmm. years ago, uh, two and a half years ago, year and a half. It's I don't know when it was. Minute. It was a while ago, two and a half years ago, maybe. Um, you know, then we've just been friends and I've really mm-hmm. paid a lot of attention to what they're, they've been doing. And I think that a lot of their singles, you know, they've been playing them on the radio and everything. They've just got three this. years or no, that album came out in 2019. Sorry, but yeah, it's, they, they're still getting play, which is yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. They're still, they, they still are. And I think that they have a really great, they walk a really cool line between mm-hmm. this mainstream. Like we're going to write these just banger, like, you know, I don't want to call them pop songs, but you know, the poppy side Mm -hmm. of, of rock, uh, I guess like rock, you know, rock and rock music. 
and they they got all this mainstream appeal but then those people were going to their shows and seeing like wait a second what did i get myself into like this yeah. is a whole thing they, like this a, there's a star set universe here mm-hmm. where like they're in character and you know it's it's a it's a lot to to take take in they're a unique band too and this is something that i love but they are a little bit different live than they are on record um when you see them live they're a little bit heavier um i don't know if they're uh changing the guitar tones a little bit i know that dustin screams a bit more when he's on stage Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just kind of like the raw emotion that these guys bring to the music that they're writing when it's in a live setting is just absolutely incredible and i can't wait for this album i think it's going to be so good um do you have a hot take for this one or not you just never know what they're going to do yeah you never know um (laughs) Hot hot take. Star set's gonna write a record about space. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Um, well, I guess we're at the end of your your list. We we got one more one more quick one. Um, Architects. We got to talk about this album. Arc Architects. Attacks. Yes, changing their sound quite drastically. It seems um, like it. I mean, I mean, you know, maybe not the whole record will be a change of sound, but I kind of feel like it's yeah. going to be. I think it is too, and I'm really excited for it because Great. this is a band that. I absolutely love. I think Sam Carter's one of the most talented vocalists in the scene. I think everybody in that band is probably the most talented. One, not the most, but like top 10% in their position in the band. It was getting so repetitive for me. And I understand like you found a niche sound and it works, but I am really excited for this new album. I think black lungs and animals are absolute bangers. I think the other new songs that I heard during their live streams are some of the best music that they've ever written. And I think that this album is just going to be an absolute monster and I'm very excited for it. Yeah, man. Uh, I agree. I I don't really have too much to add. I mean, you just covered it right Mm -hmm. there. I think that they've, their popularity kind of, it just grew. Like they just exploded. I I don't know Mm -hmm. when it was when all of a sudden it just seemed like I woke up one day and they were playing arenas in the UK Mm -hmm. and it's great for them. You know, it's really exciting but I think that it's taken them a minute to adjust to that yeah. to now where they're like, okay, well, okay, we did that. We, we mastered that. Now what, now what do we do? Like now what do we mm-hmm. want to do? And you know, and everyone talks about obviously, you know, the death of their guitar player and, and how much that meant um, to them, to their fans and everything. Um, yeah. You know, and they, they, I think there was a, a period of time where it was important for them to honor his legacy Mm-hmm. you know like um i know that they uh similar to the whole kyle thing like they were yeah. able to get a lot of the stuff that he had written and use that within the album and things like for sure that. for sure and i think i think that now um not to say that there's closure because i don't think there ever will be no you can't use that word the, the, the right way but i think mm-hmm. now they're looking forward uh and they're just going to probably whoop our asses on this record um oh, yeah. and i don't know i mean maybe, maybe it's like the single uh, they've only released one single, right? So far, two, two. Okay, there's two. Okay, I've only they've heard the one. Black, Black lungs is the second one, and then animals is the first one. Right, animals is the one like that I heard. Yeah, that like anvil hit. Like, oh, mm-hmm, so cool. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you never know. Like, maybe, maybe they will go. You know, to some of their uh, their sound that we're familiar with mm-hmm. for some of the other tracks on the album. Who knows? But I yeah. could see it being, uh, you know, similar to the singles and. Um, which I'm okay with. I'm always for growth. I'm always for mm-hmm. expression and uh, I'm ready for this band to take over the world. Cause they, they, 
they they definitely could for sure um and then i have one last hot take and it's not about architects though oh so if einstein kills puts uh-huh. out a record next uh-huh. year they are going to drastically step away from the horror element and do something entirely different like what though <laughs> i don't know i don't know you know it was but i think they're gonna do something different well you know what's cool about them uh and spencer uh, you know also a good friend of the show mm-hmm. um and a guy i just love to talk to because he's, he's he's just so, so interesting oh and he is super, so well spoken um but but he you know i remember when they put out the record you know where it was all all the songs were like about different books yep every trick in the book yeah exactly and, and they hadn't done like that was when they started to mm-hmm. get a little bit bigger because they've been a band for so long and then it was like everybody was expecting this well, well you're the horror movie band when are you going to write the album about horror movies and then they did mm-hmm. and then it was huge it was like so you know yeah. predictably massive and it's a, and i'm not going to take away from how good that record is too oh it's incredible uh but but, but where do you go but where do you go it's it's true where do you do, go? How they're going to run out of horror movies to talk yep. about, right? And, um, and they can't point, just beat do that you dead define horse. Yourself as the gimmick band, or do you say, "Hey, we can actually do other things too"? Right, like, right. Know. But, you know, but but I don't know. I wouldn't say they're a, the gimmick. But people, no, definitely I wouldn't. Not, say, I wouldn't. Say, I, I don't like to throw the word gimmick around with them because I always feel like that they have mm-hmm. a little more substance than that. And I, but I do feel like their fans really do like the, you know, quote unquote gimmick. Yeah. Um, It's just a a term that a lot of people throw around when speaking about Ice Nine Kills. Sure. But what happened when Kiss took off the makeup? You know what I mean? Um, They inevitably put it back on. So I'm not sure. You're right, though. It's going to be very interesting to see where they go, what they do. Um, You know, you know what I could see them doing? What? I could see them releasing doing something like releasing a film mm-hmm. like actually having they're, they're releasing with a graphic a film. novel right now yeah i could see them for an album you know releasing uh, some kind of a film where they you know work with a director they have maybe spencer mm-hmm. starring in the film i don't know maybe not um, maybe they're all playing roles and then their their album is sort of like a soundtrack to that yeah, that way they're that. not just a, being an adaptation of, you know, previous released, um, you know, art or literature. Mm-hmm. This is something that's original, but based on something. And then they're kind of, you know, um, killing two birds with one stone um, mm-hmm. and doing two things. Th- this is just my hot take because yep. yep. I'm f- familiar enough with that band to kind of see, you know, where they where they might go. Mm-hmm. And I 100% I think that would be good, too, like. I don't care where the band goes. I think they're talented enough that they can do whatever they want. And I'm also not saying they're never going to come back to horror either. Like there might be a time, like not this album, not the next album, but the album after that, where it's time for silver scream Two, electric boogaloo. Like, let's do it. It just, I want the band to not feel restricted within this creative space. And I think that they're not going to let themselves do that. Yeah. Mike, we did it. We did it. We killed it. Rock and roll. Thank you very much, and thanks to everybody for listening. For sure. All this new shit, got a new whip. That's some new ice, that's some new drip. Got rid of my old trash, got a new bitch. All this new shit, all this new shit, all this new shit. Got a new whip, that's some new ice, that's some new drip. Got rid of my old trash.
trash, got a new bitch. All this new shit.